Episode 5, maybe 6, something like that, but we still here. We are basing this podcast off of extensive research. Um, if you've been following me on my blog, you would have been up to date. You probably would have had a heads up on what I was going to be talking about. If not, um, you can always refer back to it if it's interesting to you. Um, you can you can see all of the documentation on hoodmystic.wordpress.com. Um, there'll be a link in the description. So also with um, all of the links to the notes of where I'm gonna be extracting this information from. Um, so yeah, I thought gnosis was important. Um, just being gnostic and um, just really like. Dealing with the root of religion, um, studying the roots of religion, it's been real interesting. I think um, I started it probably maybe a week ago, and I just went went hard and studying and taking notes and just updating it daily, um, maybe semi daily. But I was I was real consistent. It was real interesting and it was real. Having real breakthroughs every day. Um, but what I want to do with this podcast is um, really get in depth and really like share some light and like different aspects of life that we sometimes get hung up on. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a specific design as to why we may or may not be getting what we want. Um, we've been programmed. In a certain type of way, mentally, to disconnect. And when you deal with a disconnect between your physical body and the soul, you kind of, you'll struggle. And uh, people sometimes think that, you know, that they got it or they're getting it. But that within itself is a conflict. So... What Gnosis does, it helps you remove all conflicts in your being. Therefore, you establish health, money, and love. So, the first step to Gnosis is what we would call um, how to not be neurosynthetic. And neurosthenic or synthetic or however you pronounce it, neuro is N-E-U-R-A-S-Y-T-H. Neurothensic, whatever. You'll figure it out. Neurosynthetic, I'm sorry. That's right. We're gonna get it on. That means that uh, you become fault finding. And uh, what society has shown us, they've shown like faulty things. They put it dead center and they constantly put a camera on it and you just looking at it well the, you know, the novice will look at someone like Donald Trump 
and be like, yo, what the fuck is this man doing on here? Like, he has so many faults. And so they tend to get angry because he's so faulty and we want people to be perfect. But nobody's perfect, so you, you tend to waste your time and look stupid. Like you see on the news with people fighting and at the rallies and things of that nature. See, they're engaging in negative fault finding. These people are unconscious. These people aren't going to help you at all. Speaking on like people like you know, Black Lives Matter. Um, these people engage in neurosynthetic thoughts. And they have neurosynthetic problems. They are fault finding. And systems that are faulty by nature. To keep you drawn in. To keep you in tuned into the matrix. And then to think as though... You will actually make a difference by being neurosynthetic and what people actually want is peace but they feel as though they have to get they have to go through war to get through peace and that's like that that really is a defeatist type of way of looking at things and, and you look at like uh, the deaths that keep coming up Trayvon Martin Eric Gardner Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin, Martin, Eric Gardner, Michael Brown, like these things keep coming up, but you know, everybody else is dying and, and you don't, you might cover, you might hear about it for one day and you never hear about that person ever again, but why is it that you hear about Trayvon Martin almost daily, at least weekly, or if anything is to happen on the ritualistic level, they'll come back to Trayvon Martin because these things are distractions. To avoid these distractions, you must turn the eyes within yourself and correct your own errors and be fault-finding within yourself. Because it's very, very easy to look at others' faults. But when you are trying to establish gnosis, um, health, money, and love, you can no longer think on those terms. We have to start thinking in terms of health, money, love. And if we want to achieve that, we cannot look at others as being your problem as to why you can't achieve that. We have to really start looking and imagining yourself through the eyes of others. Not in an egoic type of way, but if you were inside that person, how would you want that person to treat you? See, if you have a negative view on someone and you don't recognize your power and you say, that person hates me. What you're doing, what you always do, what we always do is we put our thoughts in that person. So if you say that person hates you, trust me, when you go to work tomorrow, you're going to be the thorn in your ass. Now you can do the opposite. And you can imagine that person treating you the way that you want to be treated. But... You know, before I go any further, I'm going to say things that you can do with your mind. And and the first knee-jerk reaction that a lot of people will say, like, oh, well, I think about that shit all the time, and it never happens. I always want Jim to not be a motherfucking asshole when I get to work. Every day he's a fucking asshole, so everything you're saying is um, bullshit. But when I do say that to use your mind to change things, I'm talking about a specific practice to even get to that point. And that specific practice involves not fault-finding in others, in situations. So if you're able to do that, and you're able to go into meditation, and you are looking to alter or manipulate your surroundings, and you want Jim to not be an asshole, at that point, you can then start to alter Jim's thoughts to be more conducive to what you want Jim to do. But all of these things cannot be established without a calm, peaceful mind. And you 
cannot have a calm, peaceful mind if Jim is an asshole before you even start the meditation. All you're going to do is magnify that point. And in order to get into that mind, that universal mind, to start changing people, how they respond to you, because ultimately that's what we want to establish. We want people to respond to us in the way that we want to attract business and customers and things of that nature. We want to be happy. We want to be in love. We want to do all these things. But we are not centered in our thoughts before we get to that point of wanting to change. So when you actually do want things to change, you're really not centered in that thought. So you're just bringing about more bullshit. Now, if you want to change it, you got to first not want to change it, if that makes sense. But you first have to be at one with yourself. Because we got to really understand that everything is a vibration. Everything is brought upon us by our thoughts. So if we want to change that, we got to really change our thoughts. Because we have control over all of our circumstances. So when we find ourselves in unfavorable conditions, then we also have complete we had control over at a certain point and we didn't take control and therefore it landed us in a ditch like uh, you're driving a car and you lose control of that vehicle and then something bad is going to happen so it's best that we control it beforehand because like you know once you hit that ditch you can't wanna, you can't relive that moment so it's best to be in control beforehand if I'm making sense so in order when you win that car and you're driving you got to have a driving system um if you've never driven on ice before and you're on the road you're gonna you're gonna do some slipping and sliding and that slipping and sliding i guess is okay because it's teaching you what to do the next time you get on that ice and hopefully you'll be more proficient You'll get on that road and you'll drive straight or you'll know what to do or you'll study and see what happens when you actually slip on the road and what to do. You let off the gas and turn the opposite direction of the direction that you're sliding. See, that's a foolproof system to avoid crashes and accidents when you're on ice. And you really need to know this if you want to avoid crashes and then you have people the road when it snows they get in the wrecks every time because they fail to educate themselves and so when we speak on gnosis and we speak on magical abilities and miracles and spiritual phenomena nobody is educating themselves and if they are educating themselves they're manifesting those things and there's plenty of books written on the subject Plenty of people tell you what to do and how to do it. I'm not sure that people really tell you how to not be as fault finding or how to be centered or how to come about what you want. Anything that you want in life or anytime shits get real and you panic and you go crazy, what do you expect that's gonna happen? You think shit's gonna be good, good because you panic? And instead of blaming everybody for things like the media and celebrityism and white people and churches and scammers and things of that nature, like nobody puts guns to your head and tells you to watch Fox News or be on Star. Nobody puts guns to your head. And, you know what I'm saying? So, therefore, we need to start making decisions and correct our actions. But how can you correct your actions if you don't correct your thoughts? If you allow yourself to be like, you know, there's nothing really wrong with Bad Girls Club. Then watching that, it doesn't affect me whatsoever. Then don't, don't, don't expect to reach higher levels and reaching your higher calling. I mean, just deal with bad girls. 
right now we're trying to deal with gnosis and really get one and unify the soul, the mind, and the body. That may not be important to everybody and understand. Because what people fail to realize, you know, the thing that resonates with us, the things that makes us cry, and the things that makes us laugh is ether. It's energy. Everything is ether. You know, the key to understanding and advancing is realizing that everything is made from a changeable substance that can be manipulated. You know, the people of the world, they understand this and they build and they expand and they live and they enjoy and they experience because they realize that that's what they came to earth to do. And for some people, it's completely unbelievable to be rich and to be successful and to travel all over the world and things of that nature. So it never happens. That's amazing that you are living that lifestyle. I'll never live that lifestyle. Or shit. You know how people talk. And it's like. Are you speaking? You, you, every time you speak, every time you feel, every time you see some a, a Ferrari ride down the street, and you be like, man, if I ever, that's speaking unto the ether, and, and you're not creating a favorable condition for yourself. But I'm gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that because you know money is not good or bad because people amass fortunes every day and people get money like you know the reality of it is is that if you were to get 20 million dollars everybody that's your friend is now your enemy and you no longer can trust everybody around you and, and people will take that loss to get that 20 million dollars to be looked at as the villain because everybody is going to be counting your money and spending your money for you and saying well you could have did this or you should have did that and all that pressure you become a, you become a prisoner to your money and now you're not doing anything for the community you're not creating systems of upliftment and why should you have to it's all an illusion right but to just live in society and just make money for money's purposes and what's, what's the good in that? What's the good of being in a room with a million dollars and never being able to the room? Okay? Think about all the good you can do. Think about all of the happiness that you can create within your family. That's the key. But, you know, everybody wants their family to be happy. Some people want their family to be happy. That, they'll even rob and steal for their sons and daughters to be happy. But, is that true to be happy? I mean, these are just all questions, but the answer is no, that's not happiness. Like I like this is the hood mystic podcast, so like I'm speaking to people who've been through some shit. So you know, you know what it's like to do what you gotta do for money. Whether that time you had to work, you know, two jobs, or that time you was selling drugs, or that time you was doing X Y Z and putting you in like crazy situations, and they ain't have to be legal. I mean, illegal. It could be legal. Just overload for money, you know, and you you still don't find happiness. The thing of it, the thing of it is, what 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 made you want to receive that or get that money? Was it stress? Was it negativity that made you want to get to a positive place? Well, guess what? Even if you get semi-positive, you'll be right back to that negative place eventually. It's just guaranteed. How do we, as a people, get to a positive place from a negative place? How do we do that? Well, we don't. 
you know, we've been coming from a negative place for the last 400 years. And guess what? We're still at a negative place. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there that maybe we should let bygones be bygones for the sake of meditation, for the sake of manifestation. Strictly for those sakes. Like, uh, should we continue to fight against slavery as a people in 2016? Or can we create our own reality as being the top magicians of the food chain of the human race by having the active pineal glands and all the melody? Right? Black people, don't we got the melanin? Don't we got the rhythm? Can't we stay out in the sun and all this hot shit, sing the best, dance the best, play basketball the best? Well, guess what, black people? We can do magic the best. And nobody has really tried that. We've tried everything else, though. We've tried going to court. We tried protesting, we tried marching, we tried rioting, we tried burning down Los Angeles, California. And they built that shit right back up to be stronger and better and even more racist to your black ass. Because, I mean, are we getting together and relaxing and being calm and calling upon the ancestors? I mean, because let me tell you something. In order for you to... In order for the soul to help you, right? It can't, it's just a mirror of your thoughts and actions. It's not a, like, it's not like um, a thing that listens to you directly. But you can, you can reflect upon the soul. And guess what the soul does since it is a mirror? It reflects upon you. But guess what the soul can do? Any and every fucking thing in the universe. That's what the soul can do. But are you reflecting upon the soul, allowing, since the soul is a mirror, allowing it to reflect on you and your preconceived thoughts? So what are those preconceived thoughts that you had as you reflect on the soul? Is it that Jim's a bitch at work and I can't stand this nigga? Right before you go into meditation. I wish that nigga had died. I mean, let's be honest and let's correct our errors and let's not find fault in people. Let's deal with the root of all intent. And... And the key root for true intent is health, because you want to be healthy. And it may not be important to you, because you may not be sick. But not asking sick is shutdown mode. So yeah, health, money, because you got kids, you got a family, you got people that need you. So you got to have money and love. That goes without fucking saying. I'm really speaking to my people. Health, money, and love. Are we dealing in those realms as a society? Fuck no. How can we get there, though? If we constantly talking about the lack thereof and we speaking that into the ethers. We create large demonstrations, large rallies. Everything that you see on media is the negative propagation of the black race. And it won't ever change. So we need a different approach. And I'm introducing Gnosis. That's just my stance. But how do we get to this point? Okay, so you like, alright, I missed it. I, I said I didn't find fault in people. I was calm, I was relaxed, I meditated, I reflected on the soul, the soul reflected on me. Now what? You probably went and went and told your, your man's in there. 
Now you fucked up. Because this is occult study, occult knowledge. And the key to occult knowledge is the vow of secrecy. Because you can't really... So, say for instance, you got a twin, right? But your twin is on some, like, real espionage, secret shit. Like, he's, like, stealing shit for you. He got your face. And, like, you two can't be in the same place at the same time. Like, it's a crazy-ass story. And it's a crazy-ass reality that you live as a magician. You go start telling people, and I don't care how long you knew these people, they not into the knowledge of, like, shit, where, what minute is we at? Sure, the average nigga is not gonna make it to, like, minute two before he's, like, turning on future, turning up, popping molly. You already at 24, so if your mans ain't sticking here with you to listen to what I'm saying, then... He shouldn't know what's about to pop off. Like, nobody gotta know that you like a magical being that creates your reality. They can just see you do what you do and how you do it. Cause ain't no poor righteous teacher. Like, it ain't no magician bums. Like, if you got the right to look amazing, feel amazing. Like, you got that right. You was born with that right. Now, are you focusing on that? And do you have a foolproof plan to look, feel, and be amazing? Like, is your shit structured in that way? From jump? Or, like, be honest. Wake up, first thing on your mind. Shit, I gotta go to work. Is that your first thought? Are you unhappy with love, health, money? And are those two things connected or not connected? Fuck. It's 8. I gotta be to work at 7.30. Is that like not a thing or, or what? You know? Like, I'm gonna continuously backtrack, and I don't want to seem like, uh, um, repeating myself, but shit, this is what needs to happen. I need to repeat myself, because first time, I know niggas didn't get it. So, after you don't find fault in no human being on the planet. You're calm, you're relaxed, go into meditation. You know your ass need a new house because you're sleeping on your, your, your cousin's couch and they starting to act funny. They ain't kicking you out, but they starting writing their name on shit and shit's getting real weird. You know you gotta move. How do you manifest the house from this point? Do you A, say, my cousin's a bitch, he's starting to act funny, I feel he's starting to act funny, nigga know I'm trying to get my shit together, no I just now got the job, I don't get paid for another three weeks, you know how that shit be, you gotta do a week in the hole, I, I know this nigga gonna want me out by this week, and I don't get paid for three weeks, this nigga's a bitch, fuck, what I'ma do? Did you see? And, and I notice how people think because I hear it in the conversation. And they like, fuck, well, I'm gonna do it. You know, and as black people, because we got the pie meals, we got the melanin. Nine times out of ten, nigga be in a sticky situation. It don't feel like you're gonna get out, but that last minute, you get out. But it's always that point where you like, fuck it. what I'm trying to say is that once you relax and calm yourself down your super genius super conscious soul whatever you want to call it is going to come out with the solution but since the soul is a mirror and 
changed the world of your ass, and you're like, fuck, what am I gonna do? This shit is fucked up. Guess what your soul is doing? Fuck, what are we gonna do? This shit is fucked up. Like, he's not, like, you're you're not giving him the, the, the go-ahead to do what needs to be done by being nervous, by panicking, by worrying, by finding fault in people who are faulty. Let's just say that they're faulty, but let's not find fault for the sake of nonsense. And so what I was alluding to is you do all these steps. How do you know if if gnosis is a success? You find yourself in a situation that is conducive to a high vibration. Now you may not get a new house, but you might get a better living situation that you're happier with. And that leads you to the house or whatever they have. But whatever happens after the meditation or whatever you do to gnosis is a representation of that. After the meditation, somebody calls you, says, you want to go half on a pizza, and you're like, nah, I don't got no money. Well, this shit is not a success if you're not following the spirit, because if you just keep going with the flow and doing what you're supposed to do, that pizza is going to lead to a, a, a living situation, his cousin selling houses for the low, or your credit score is right at the marker. You know, you just never know what can happen. But if you shut shit down by not trusting in your magic, well, that's why you Because the miracle is the thought that at one point seemed impossible. So that mental energy that was spent towards it, it wasn't meant spent towards it, but it yet, but it still happened. So. Like, that's a miracle. So, like, when you deal with gnosis and you deal with things of that nature, you start to see that you cannot just have this your thoughts scatter all over the place. Like, you can't engage in pornography, UFC, football, basketball, Donald Trump, Future, Ray Shrimmer. Trey Songs, Kevin Gates, like, then cut on the TV, watch some old crazy, I don't know, Walking Dead, um, whatever is on, Game of Thrones, it's some sick, violent shit, and then, and then what? Like, how do you ever find inner peace if you're constantly being stimulated? Bodies like really gross things, and not even that as gross or as bad, but you're just spending mental energy that could be used towards your meditation. Now, maybe your meditation isn't that important to you. I understand. It wouldn't be important to you if you didn't spend mental energy towards that, med- that meditation. Like, it, it wouldn't. Sometimes other things come into your mind that you put off your meditation because they become more important, like family, kids, and things like that. But I'm just keeping silent, so. Because, like, what I really want to do is really break down attraction. And really try to like really get it in context. Cause the act, that's really the moment in attraction to AT. That's really the moment that it happens. The try or the TR is really a unification of mind, body, and soul. But a lot of times there's a lot of mind and body involved in the law of attraction. Nobody really deals with the soul aspects or sometimes it feels so sometimes it feels like a science or a pseudo science that really doesn't work like I, my mind and my body wanted a new house I didn't get a new house and all the traction was bullshit but the most important part of law of attraction is the main word in law of attraction is action so a lot of this new age shit got people thinking that all I gotta do is think about 
some shit and it happened. But you cannot get law of attraction without action. And I know a lot of spiritual people don't really want to engage in that. So yeah, the law of attraction is engaged by thought, but it's realized through action. And really understand, like you know, you want to, you want something, but you're not willing to work towards it. Or really put the you want the girl but you afraid to talk to her. That's not. You don't know. Cause you know you could want the girl talk to her. She shoots you down, but you you don't necessarily know what suit what seed you what seed that you're sowing with that. So don't don't wish for things that you're not willing to put action beyond. Because this is not, it's a magical reality, but it ain't that magical. Unless, I mean, show me, show me the science or show me the, show me the study of people simply thinking about things without acting on it. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll read it and I'll study and I'll research it. But at some point we got to not be afraid to put the action behind it. things just a food for thought very key point to manifesting is living in the moment being calm in the moment being relaxed in the moment I personally been practicing this all day and I just been getting through because mentally I've been strained I allowed myself to become mentally strained, so I had to remember the shit that I be talking about and really live it and really just be calm and peaceful the whole day and really knew that through my calm and peace that I was setting the life that I truly wanted to lead at that moment that I would I couldn't look at my surroundings make them if I if I didn't like my surroundings then being upset wasn't going to change that shit that being calm and accept, accepting it and feeling good about it that I surely would change it because I would continuously receive better and higher vibrations and that's what happens change can only be experienced in the now because if we do want something to change, we're only going to be happy when it changes. And when it does change, when it does change, it's going to be in a now type environment or a now type of scenario. So let's live with that vibration. I have like a little metaphor, like, uh, you know can't just like you see a bus travel you can't just magically get on that bus like if you don't know where the stops are at there's no way you can get on the bus like it won't just stop for you because you're on the street you have to be as it be at a designated stop and as a person you gotta be patient because you're not in control of the bus the driver of the bus is control of it so but if you're at the stop, it eventually stops you and you get on it. And that metaphor is the emotional frequency of success. Now, if you have a successful emotional frequency, you are doing things that make you feel successful. Like, you know, it could be cleaning up the room. If you clean up your room, and you vibrate on that emotional frequency of success and you know some people come over and they comment on how good the room smell or whatever the case may be you know it just like you know we're gonna leave and go out and you know you just ride in that wave of emotional success same thing about anything in life how you want to be a millionaire well, start doing things that will put you on the emotional frequency of being a millionaire. 
like, you know, doesn't have to be investing all your money and hoping that you hit it big on a stock exchange, you know, it could be going to the thrift store and getting, like, a super nice suit for the low, like, you know, walking downtown with a briefcase and, like, you know, talking to people like you a millionaire. That's action behind the thought of being a millionaire, and a lot of people are afraid to do that. Therefore, they are afraid to manifest what they truly want. I hope what I'm saying is making sense. Because um, it's making sense to me. Now I want it to seem weird. Um, but we gotta know where we're going. And we gotta have the patience to get there. And we gotta know that it's gonna take us putting ourselves on that emotional frequency to get to that point that we eventually hope to get to. And in that shit. And then we gotta realize that, like, we are all psychic beings that are able to manipulate and change this reality at will. I mean, but people don't tell you that every day, so you probably wouldn't. It probably seems far-fetched. And the thing of it is, is that media and society have put desires as the thing to aspire for. Because media, society, politicians, etc. realize that desires are a low-frequency vibration. And if they keep the masses in a state of desire, they're able to rule at will. They can, they can rule people off their desires. They know that people will only get so far based on the desire or the lust for more and better status and higher this and that. And like, you know, the soldier is not happy being a soldier. He wants to be a private. And the private is not happy being a private because he wants to be a captain. The captain is not happy. So at this whole time, I'm controlling masses of soldiers because they all want to be better than the other one. They have like a competition with themselves. So that competition, like, you know, the best basketball teams are the teams that have like position rivalry like my guards have a three point like I can make more threes than you Steph Curry get the fuck out of here Clay I'm gonna destroy you Clay Thompson like you'll never shoot more threes than me I hit 12 today like you know and so that team will win but it's not based upon players is based upon a mental struggle of supremacy and so you pay these people pennies to fight against each other while I get you know dollars because I'm the owner and I need to keep you in line the only way I can keep you in line is to keep you in competition and have you beat up each other nobody beats me up you beat up each other mentally physically emotionally you hate each other all the owners get together all the time and sit together drink together laugh together count money together players can't stand each other and i'm just saying that to say that the lust in people's heart is what keeps them down and keeps them down trying and even when they have money, you, you ever notice that when people have money, they don't really make major changes because they want more money. So why would they invest in a farm to, you know, feed a community that would really cut into their bottom line? And they might not get money off of that, so it never happens. But that's all besides the point when we're dealing with gnosis because we got to be genuine with ourselves and genuine what we want to do. And we don't have to tell people our true intent. But you're, I mean, when I say that, you don't have to tell people your true intent. Now, you got a sinister intent. Like, the universe will handle you accordingly. 
but society media is not really telling you about your pineal gland and how you know it's calcified based upon the food, the diet, the water, the air, the life, the trauma, the media. They're not telling you that, but. got into a car wreck, couldn't walk for a year, and then, you know, decided that you wanted to walk, you wouldn't be able to walk because your muscles would have atrophy. That's how the human body works. So, I mean, I'm telling you that you're a psychic. You're telling me that you're not a psychic, but I'm telling you that you don't exercise your pineal gland to the level of rejuvenating and picking up those cosmic vibrations and you're like you're right I haven't been so you at least gotta give me that solid of working on your pineal gland I mean it's all different types of YouTube videos it's all different types of books it's like you know you're so powerful that you can sit like you know in the process of gnosis being neurosynthetic, not judging, not finding fault, relaxing, being calm, and just spend time on your pineal gland. You would, you would really do wonders. Like, you know, just like putting all of your mental energy on that, on the location of your pineal gland. Some people say it's right between the brows. Some people say it's your whole goddamn forehead. I don't, I'm not the one to say whose pineal gland is what. I just know it works for me. But you know, even in talking and doing, you can hum, you know, you can Google some shit about the pineal gland and really, you know, I'm gonna do 15 minutes a day pineal gland exercises for a year and keep a journal. And you know, that's what I'm saying. Like doing work and really working on yourself if you're willing to do that it'll be very beneficial and you wouldn't deal with so many problems but the reason that you do deal with problems is because you don't really separate yourself from your problems you identify with your problems you become your problems you become that person that never has any money or never is happy or you know you're that person that never has a job or you know whatever thing that people say that you are and you just late like you're just that person you that person that always flip out you that person that always da -da -da -da. people got all these labels for you and if you're not conscious and you're not up on the gnosis then you become that and then you start to attract those things if you really think about it, you'll see. And if you really think about it, you gotta realize that, you know, as hard as it may be, you gotta neutralize those negative, diabolical thoughts. And forgive those thoughts. And come into meditation with a pure mind and pure heart if you really want miracles to happen. Like, I'm talking about, like, I want to say something that's going to happen. I want it to happen. How am I going to get that to happen? With a pure mind, pure heart. And if a problem happens, even, you come, so you, you do everything. You come through your meditation. You want Jim to not be a fucking dickhead at work. You did everything that I said, or we said, or the universe said, and you go to work on Monday and Jim's ten times of a fucking asshole. Now I'm bullshit. Gnosis is bullshit. I wasted my time listening to this nigga. Who is this nigga? Don't do that. Remember that the solution of your problem won't be solved through panic, only through peace. So even if everything doesn't go as planned you still you still don't have the right to flip you never had a right to flip you always got to be peaceful you always got to be calm that's the rule that's the rule
never let your anger get the best of you because the anger is the devil flat out health money and love you know the difference between somebody with schizophrenia and the difference between a person who's clear audience and hear voices is the medium you know what the difference is to those people calm peace deliberate deliberate conscious thought huh what people are seeking in these preachers these spiritualists these gurus these teachers can be found in silence can be found in meditation can be found in gnosis can be found in forgiveness You gotta find peace in your present situation and your ability to make changes. If you spend time just daydreaming, you're creating more and more of a divide and more and more of a conflict. So spend time in not fault finding, spend time in gnosis. Just don't get distracted. Make sure you can find some time alone, some time in silence, some time at peace. This is my last piece. I'm out of here. But so everything that I'm saying is a specific process, and it's a specific realization that you have a physical body, you have an emotional body, you have a mental body, you have an astral body, and you have three additional bodies that we can get to in a later time. But right now we're going to deal with the mental body and the physical body. And we're going to liken it to when you go to the YMCA, you see the picture on the wall, it says mind, body, and soul, and it just is cute or whatever, but it's real power in that. So the mental body is able to travel places that the physical body cannot. If you don't realize that, it's simply because you've been hijacked by the ego or the I or the devil. The mental body is the mind. The mental body is a vehicle that can travel all throughout the universe. But... If you don't utilize calmness, peacefulness, deliberate calmness, deliberate peacefulness, deliberate not fault finding, then you will never be able to be consciously involved in the mental body as it relates to the soul. That's why the mind, the body, and the soul is forever connected, but we don't fully realize that because we do not fully realize gnosis. We only realize the mental body confined to the physical body because that's what the I, that's what the ego, that's what the devil wants. But through gnosis, we unify the mental body and the soul consciously. Even though the soul is constantly with you at all times, the soul cannot reflect upon you without you reflecting upon it because it's a mirror, as I said earlier. But okay, how do you even get to that point without it just being taught? Imagination and will or... I like it better with will and imagination because, you know, who doesn't have an imagination? Who doesn't daydream? But, you know, you ever think about a unicorn and, like, think about the difference between a unicorn and, like, having an idea is that you cannot, what are you going to do? You're going to draw a picture of a unicorn? Like, there's only so much you can do with a unicorn, but, you know, a business idea or a song or a poem. 
that must be followed with action. Like you know, if you get if you if you, if your imagination gets you a business idea, and you like shit, it'd be nice. It'd be dope if this did that, and you just smoked a blunt, smoke Madden. What's the point of having imagination if it's not natural will? We talking about success. So to finish this up. gotta come at this from a pure heart not an egoic shallow heart remember that and remember if it's not from the soul it's a distraction and if you don't reflect upon the soul then anything that comes at you is not going to be from the soul nine times out of ten like so if you do soul work and you meet a girl it's from the soul but if you just want to meet somebody real bad and you meet her, she's probably going to fuck your life up. You know, and society is hurting. They're in pain. That's why they have to see the movie with more blood. They have to see shit that's more sinister. Like they vibrate with Donald Trump. And UFC is like the biggest thing going. NFL is more popular than ever. These things are violent and vicious because people are going through so much emotional pain that they have to visually see people going through worse pain than them just so they can get by on the day to day. And society knows it. And, you know, 10 years from now, there's going to be people getting killed on live TV just so people can just cope <laughs> I know it sounds crazy but it's the truth people are in pain I mean no it's gonna be like on ABC like you know primetime television try not to die like yeah that type of shit up oh, you got eight by a shark like misery loves company but you and the soul do not have a personal relationship. You can't. You and the soul can't be in the same place at the same time. The only, like, it's like the soul. You, your relationship with the soul. You both. You guys are both cellmates in adjoining cells, and you can only whisper and send notes back and forth to each other. You'll never see each other. You'll never meet each other, but. You're on the right side, he's on the left side. You gotta hook up with the CO with the food. And he gotta hook up with the CO with the library. You give him extra fucking juices on his lunch tray. He give you the Donald Goins books. But you gotta have a correspondence with the soul. You gotta have a deliberate correspondence with the soul. You must reflect on the soul. Because the soul is going to do everything that you do. The soul is then going to reflect on you. That's really what Gnosis is. And you've never been taught this. So there's no way for you to know. But when you unify the soul and the mind. It, may, it, it sounds abstract at first. But like anything in life. It's a muscle. And the more unified the soul and mind and infuse the mental body with the soul and grow the soul within the unit within within the mental body it'll take you far but i just really want to touch on this gnosis and give it like a modern spin um probably talk for like an hour but i figured that i was going to talk about it for about an hour like i went in on the blog, like I said at the beginning, hoodmystic.wordpress.com. Um, I'm Hood Mystic Everything, Hood Mystic on Twitter, Hood Mystic Radio on Instagram. Um, readings available, um, the website is available, like a lot of good stuff on there, a lot of tarot stuff, a lot of everything. So, and I'm gonna keep with it too. Um, 
like I said, we dealt with gnosis to really get, like, you know, loosen you up to deal with this astral traveling and this astral body. And so we all learning together. It's a we thing. It's not an I thing. Um, hope you all enjoyed the show. Um, hope you learned something. Um, I hope you feedback, leave a comment, send a message, um, email me, um, check the website out, again, hoodmystic.wordpress.com. I can't thank you enough for listening. Um, yeah, so that's about it, man, Hood Mystic Radio. Um, we out, peace. I'm El- Melchizedek. We out.